The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. This is Reality Realty. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate forum starts now. Reality Realty is brought to you by Sarah Jacob and her team at SMM Law, providing experienced, quality legal service you can trust. This morning, we'll be looking at a mix of real estate topics, and our guests this morning will help to take on, talk about, and interview uh, interview guests. Well, it'll be our co-host this morning on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities in, within it. And keeping me on track this morning and grounded is Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. Good morning. Good morning. Back again. Back again to finish off what we started last week. Okay, yeah. Which, which is a mix of various, maybe related, maybe unrelated real estate topics. I'm ready. You're ready? All right. I'm ready to mix it up. Mix it up. Okay. So let's just get right into first things first, and we'll take a look at Snapshot. And Snapshot is a report of Northumberland's residential real estate market, and this is for November 22nd, 2018. There have been 111 single-family residential sales over the past month, and that's three more sales than reported last week. This leaves us with an inventory of 403 residential listings for sale in our community. Average selling price of successful sales over the past year is up $1,000 over last week's report at approximately $412,000. During this past year, people have received, on average, approximately 98% of their asking price in a market time of 46 days. We're still in a seller's market here, with an absorption rate at approximately 28% based on the past month's sales trends. This means we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy about 3.6 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system. And matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system that you're familiar with. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, you'll want this information to be area specific, specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. So you need to talk to your local realtor to understand the market information that's most relevant to you. Carol Ann, mortgage rates, what do you got for us on mortgages? Um, the five-year fixed is the same as last week, it can, uh, as low as 3.44%. Little change, in, there's a small change in the five-year variable. The dis, There is a discount of prime minus 1.10, which would mean your interest rate would be 2.85% because prime is 3.95%. So little change there. And as always, some conditions may apply. This with is mortgages. correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So I'd there's like, a so. Yeah, I'd like to jump right in. Yeah. Um, what do you got? Well, I read an article this morning, which was vague, vague, but but interesting. Okay. Slightly interesting. Yeah, pr- pretty vague, but kind of sparked my interest. So, for quite some time now. Bank of Canada has been increasing the the overnight uh, lending rate, uh, mm-hmm. which has been affecting prime, the bank's prime, prime rates, right? And so 
was all indications were pointing that the Bank of Canada was going to continue over the next year, perhaps three more increases. Mm-hmm. But now, this article that I read, Bank of Canada might rethink inflation-focused approach amid modern risks. So, this article kind of alludes to the fact that um, the Bank of Canada is actually, um, well, it says here that they're um, engaged in research in cooperation with the federal finance department um, because they're, they're looking at the potential of cutting the benchmark rate as a way to lower the cost of borrowing and stimulate economic activity. So this could just, the, the raises we've had could just be a small blip? Possibly. I don't know. I haven't, nothing <clears throat> else has come, come across no. my, my email. Um, so this is nothing official. This is nothing official, although they are they are um, they are taking a look at it because um, so they've had a long-standing policy. The article says a long-standing par- policy of keeping inflation close to the two percent target. Um, but the post-financial crisis environment is posing an array of problems that might require some rethinking on the central bank's part. So. Um, so th- there could be a relief for people with mortgages renewing or people buying in the future, but uh, you wouldn't want to count on it. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. If I get more more information on this, then All right. I will come back and join you and update you on this interesting, this interesting tidbit. Well, thank you very much, and and folks, uh, it, can we? Well, Caroline, can we call that uh, a wrap oh, on dear. our? On our snapshot? Oh, oh yes. I thought you were going to say, can, can I lock you in no, to coming back? No. no. <laughs> so that, that is your current snapshot of the residential real estate market right here in Northumberland County. I'd just like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of the station of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors or any other real estate broker or brokerage. There simply are views and opinions at this time. So, Carol Ann, uh, you know what? In, mm-hmm. in keeping with the stats of Snapshot we just did, <clears throat> everybody everybody would likely agree that last year, or, or rather this year, is, is a much more civil real estate market than we experienced last year. Yes. Uh, some people might even say, oh, we're in a balanced market. And uh, because comparatively speaking, it just it just feels as, you know, people can do more of their due diligence prior mm-hmm. to buying a home. Uh, sometimes things move very quickly, but we're, we're certainly in, in, a, in a less stressful market. So I thought it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be interesting, and everybody around me will find it interesting. Okay. If we compare some of these stats that I that I mentioned today on uh, Snapshot in okay. Snapshot with the same stats exactly one year ago. Okay. And so it feels like it's a calmer market, but <clears throat> is it? You know, when you go by feel. Is it just your little bubble you live in and your personal experience? Or is that actually what the market is? So, <coughs> pardon me, I've, I've done a little comparison here. And so, first of all, right now, the inventory that's available for people in Northumberland County for residential homes. So, right now, there's 403 residential listings for sale that we, we reported in Snapshot. And the same time last year, it wasn't 403, it was 274. So there, was, there were 129 less available homes last year, which completely will change what the market is. Because sure. you have so much less inventory that things are going to be popular. Now, that, that's actually the end of November last year. So mm. November not being a super strong market, but still... Mm-hmm. It's an indication of one year versus this last year versus this year. Number of homes sold to date. So, and and I I'm looking back at a 12 month period. So, 12 months from today, 
Right. And then last year at this time, 12 months prior to that. So we've sold 1,307 single-family residential homes in Northumberland County uh, to date over the past 12 months. And, and last year, we were not at 1,307, but we were at 1,472. Hmm. So we've sold 165 less homes this year than we sold last year. So in I fact, I thought that would have been. <coughs> I'm surprised by that. I would have thought it would have been more last even year, a significantly bi- even more. a bigger difference. Well, yeah. you know what? 165. So you double that. So it's 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 a little bit more than uh, a home every other every other day. So, I mean, maybe 165 doesn't seem like much, but there was, in 2017, there was a, an additional home sold every two to three days right. than the, all year long mm-hmm. than there was this year. So, I mean, okay. that's, that's fairly substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Average selling price. So, right now, this year, our average f- selling price is just over $412,000 in our community. Last year... We were at four hundred and fifteen five hundred. Hmm. So, <clears throat> is it a little drop. It's it's we actually have had l- a small drop. Yeah. In in the in the sale prices now, that can be misleading because you might say you know we might say our home, our home is worth slightly less today, than last year, at this time. But not necessarily the case. We, we may, be, and that's why when I do the snapshot uh, figures, uh, at the end of it, I, I recommend people to contact their local realtor. Local realtor meaning a realtor who actually belongs, works in this community and belongs to the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors because those are the realtors who have access to the, uh, the information and who know the community best. Um, it might just be a fact that there were more higher-end homes that sold last year. So the uh, so it drove up the average uh, selling price last year. I, you know, you got to look into it further because there could be several factors that dictate why our why the average selling price was well, certainly higher last year than you this had, year. You had uh, <coughs> houses with multiple offers and going over the ask price. Y- yeah, and so that would affect that, that statistic. That totally affected it because people may be paying way too much money mm-hmm. for the home they bought, but they they felt they needed to because they were bidding against so many homes. Now, that's a neat thing that you bring up because the other statistic is okay, mm-hmm. we're we're actually selling for a little bit less now than we mm-hmm. were last year, the 12 months prior to this time last year. But what about our asking price? Our asking price is actually higher this year than it was last year. We're we're asking on average. We're asking on average just over four hundred twenty-one thousand. And last year we were asking on average four fourteen. Hmm. So we were we were actually right now we're receiving ninety-seven point seven percent of our asking price, whereas last year at this time, over the over the 12 months prior, mm-hmm. we were we were receiving 100.3%. Right. And that's in large part due to those first few months of right. 2017. A- as a matter of fact, and then I, I even wondered, well, what if I just took one of those months and saw what, what percent uh, were we receiving? And so I just picked April sure. last year. And not not in 2018, but in 17, and people were actually on average receiving almost 104 percent of their asking price. Wow! Yeah. So there's so there's there could be a, a number of differences in why we have on average a lower uh, sale price this year than last. Uh, average days on market this year were 46 days on market. Last year, we're only on average 36 days on market. So it's, it's taking about approximately 10 days longer mm-hmm. to sell a home. And then the last thing is absorption rate. And, and absorption rate is basically just a ratio. It's a ratio of homes that are available versus the, the rate they've been selling lately. And people can get a sense maybe, like last year, 
anybody could have got a sense that we were in a seller's market. Yeah. Because, you know, you have people lined up to bid against each other. So it's a seller's market. Now, this year, people might say, oh, we're, we're, we're balanced. Our market is balanced now. But do you know? And you don't, and you don't know till you do the calculations. Uh, so just to give you an idea, mm-hmm. a balanced market traditionally is considered anything between 15 and 20% absorption rate. So it's a pretty narrow band. It's a 5% band. Right. And that's balanced. And that's another thing. People sometimes think there's just a buyer's or it's a seller's market. Well, there's actually a band in there that's balanced. Okay. And, uh, you know, making the playing field fairly fairly equal. So anything below 15%, we traditionally consider to be a buyer's market. And anything above 20%, we traditionally consider to be a seller's market. Well, this year we're at a 27% absorption rate when we look pa- uh, at the past 12 past months. So, so still sellers. It's still a seller's market, mm-hmm. but but we're only we're only up there, you know, fr- 21 would have put us in a seller's market. We're mm-hmm. only at 27 and mm-hmm. last year at this time we would have reported a 45% wow. absorption rate. Wow. So that's how strong a ridiculous seller's market. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like really. And, and then when, when I would get into um, doing market analysis for my clients, sometimes I was, I was getting numbers in around, you know, and this is being specific to the area they're in, the price band they're in. I was getting absorption rates in and around 100%. Wow. So it was just to the moon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that, that, gives, that gives you an idea of how different mm-hmm. the market is this year compared to last year. Now, the neat thing is it's yes, it's settled down somewhat. But the the turbulence of last year is still it still has a role in our market today. Because back then, I mean when when rates were inc- when when prices were increasing and and the rate at which homes the speed at which homes would sell as it was climbing, we had no idea, you know, was this going to just be the new norm or was this going to turn around and crash in, in weeks? We had no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, then at, at that time, Kathleen Wynne, the Ontario government, they put in place some rules. I think that was April 30th. They, she announced it and they went into play almost immediate or immediately uh, a number of the rules and our market shifted. Mm-hmm. But it's hard you know, to, for the community to mentally make a shift. And so even though the market had started to shift right away and we saw almost immediately a a change in prices and a change Mm -hmm. in the frenzy to purchase a home, there'd still be people like, what about us on our street? If somebody had said to us, you know, we weren't involved in the real estate market and we we didn't understand it. And somebody would have said to us in, in June, Oh yeah, you know the 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 people down the street just got fifty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars more eight weeks ago than you can expect to get today. Yeah, that'd be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, I don't know if I believe the person. So <laughs> and and even the buyers didn't all know. So what happened is sales would be all over the map. Some sales were in line with the shifting market. Some sales still weren't. Some sales were still going on as though we were still in the frenzy. And every now and again, we'd still get those multiple offers. Mm-hmm. And so now this year, the, what's going on is somebody calls me up to do market analysis. They want to sell their home. And I think in 2015 and prior, I do my market analysis. I pick three comps to, to use and, and I would change those comps. I would morph those comps to become the subject property that we're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And so I would change feature for feature, square footage, you know, lot, location, finishes, features. And until that sale became the home we're about to sell. And I would do three of the, of the best comps we could find. And back then those numbers, all three comps would line up usually in a a nice, neat range. 
I mean, for me as a realtor, it's nice if uh, all three could line up within a, a 10, 15, or even a $20,000 range. Okay. Then, then I'm saying, ah, I see a pattern, I see a consistency. But because of what happened last year, and because sales were all over the map, sometimes way too high, sometimes maybe a, a good reflection of the market, you know, maybe occasionally even too low. Right now, when we as realtors are doing our market analysis, we're not necessarily getting nice, neat, tidy results. And it's forcing us to to go other places and do a lot more speculating. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember last year, you would say often when you had a listing, I don't even know. It, <laughs> you were like, I don't even know. How to how to come up with the price now with this crazy market because because you were seeing stuff that were s- sometimes a hundred thousand selling for a hundred thousand over the asking price yeah. and so in and, in Northumberland County yes. not Toronto and so so then you were like I have to rethink my whole way of doing a market analysis now and I know this year you are happier <laughs> yeah. with the b- more. Um, even though it's the seller's market, it's making your job easier to come up with an accurate pricing for your yeah, clients. But, but like I said, it's the, still a little. The, the, the remnants of last yeah. year are still, um, you know, playing with us here. Well, Caroline, we're, we're already at a break. I, I think somebody okay. put new batteries in this clock and it's going ultra fast. So, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland, 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after the break, and we'll continue to look at a variety of real estate topics. Welcome back. This is Northumberland, 889.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant and Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And our topic this morning is just uh, a real estate mix of various items. And Carol Ann... Yes. Before the break, we were talking a little bit... Oh, we looked at we looked at that... Uh, email that new uh, financing Mm -hmm. little tidbit of tidbit interesting speculation yeah and and we compared the stats uh, now that we're near the end of 2018 how how did we pair up compared to last year at this time and so we're just talking about the real estate market Mm -hmm. and how knowing your market and knowing the stats can absolutely position you for a successful real estate transaction. Well, I'd like to say first that that's just part of the formula. The other part of the formula, a big part of the formula, is you need to work with a lawyer who will protect you in the largest purchase of your life that's going on, maybe right now. And so let me refer everyone to SMM Law. Sarah Jacob and her team, they got they got the experience and the know-how to protect your real estate interests. And SMM Law is also the official partner of Reality Realty. So just want to remind the folks about that. Equally as important as the stats. Um, I want to touch on something here that I have strong opinions about. Oh, boy. And it's real estate awards. Awards for realtors. Okay. You know, I, when I think about this, I think about, you know, those shows on TV where you have the the music industry. Yes. And uh, or the <laughs> those shows or the acting industry. Like the Oscars yeah. and the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shows. Those okay. shows where they have little trophies and they get up trophies, and yeah. and uh, you know all these people that have everything at their fingertips, all the riches of the world, and now they're going to have a gala event to pat themselves on the back a bit more. Right. I mean, I, I, I have an opinion about that, which I'm not going to share here now. Oh, I think it's kind of coming through. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the real estate industry isn't the same. It's not necessarily that, you know, they have, you know, all the resources in the world and they're living that gala life at all. But, uh, but still, you know, they've earned a living and maybe a good living and now they're going to they're going to hand out their own personal awards. What do, what do you think about that? I think it's wonderful when somebody gets recognition for hard work. And I, I don't see anything wrong with that. If you have excelled in your profession, some might say 
your income is enough reward. You know, you've excelled, you've done well, you're doing well financially, that should be enough. But, you know, everybody likes to be uh, patted on the back every now and again and made feel like you know, what they're doing is meaningful and and uh, okay, so what, I don't have a problem with it. What awards are postal carriers getting right now? Yeah, they're not really, are they? No. I mean, you're a dentist. Um, you know, there, there's all sorts of people in the community that, uh, industries that don't give themselves. And this this isn't the general public giving them an award. This is the, the, the own industry, industry yeah. themselves. Anyways. Uh, okay. So I'm I'm less of a fan of that. And then, but I came across a neat article. Okay. Um, it's by uh, Jesse Loader, and he's a realtor out of the Greater Edmonton area. And so, I'm just gonna read just a couple points I- in his article. He he writes there are few industries. Oh, just what I was saying. There are few <laughs> industries that covet per uh, personal accolades as much as the real estate industry. We have all seen the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter posts from fellow realtors thanking their clients for putting their trust in them so that they were, say, number seven in the office this month. And then he writes, does any of that matter? Do those awards actually translate into future business? And he's speaking of future business for that realtor. Or are they simply a well-worded, humble brag? What do you think? Well, I guess it depends on how the person who's receiving the award is going forward with it. Are you taking out a full page ad somewhere? Are you are you putting a billboard up in your town and saying, I'm number one? Or are you just mentioning it to your family, your friends? Are you keeping it a little bit quiet? But but he's yeah. got a point. He says, you know, realtors are putting that, posting it on social media yeah. in hopes, in hopes that maybe somebody who's thinking about buying or selling and doesn't have their person mm-hmm. might see it and be influenced and say, oh, this person has it going on. So maybe I'll give this person, you know, maybe I like the post they did. Maybe I like the picture of the person, this guy or gal. And, uh, hey, they're an award winner. They're likely good. Here, so, okay, so I got a beef with it. I don't even know. In my own brokerage, in my Royal LePage brokerage, I don't even know all the different awards they hand out. Like, I don't. I don't get into the awards. So I, I don't know that this award is for this and this award is for that. And I have no idea what REMAX's award system is or Century 21. And then you get smaller brokerages that might not even have awards. Okay. Um, so how meaningful, how, how meaningless is it to me when I, when I think of other brokerages especially? Uh, because I just don't even know. Because, I mean, President's Gold... Platinum, uh, Chairman's Club, Diamond Award, Master Sales. Like, which one's better? Um, so so how truly meaningful so is it? So are you saying it's potentially misleading to mm. the public? I don't know if it's misleading. Well, I- is it telling you that's the most amazing realtor because they push through the most transactions? Or does that just mean? I think you can surmise that potentially that that realtor has some competency. The you know if they're they're busy. Uh, I they, I know I know real. Uh, I'm sorry. I, okay. I, I just couldn't cut you off. There. <laughs> I know realtors who don't get awards that are competent. That that either they're in a smaller brokerage that don't hand out awards. Yeah. Or that belong to brokerages that hand out awards. They just don't do that much business a year but they're excellent realtors well because there's a cutoff point right and maybe i would choose one of those before i choose one of the award winners Hmm. just because i have a sense of working with different people i might even prefer them now i'm not saying you see an award winner and and don't deal with them because okay i've been i've posted my own awards (laughs) Yeah, well, because you didn't want to, but the people that work with you said, 
Well, and you Dale, said because you Dale, you, you need to post this. Well, last year because yeah. you achieved a really high award, and yeah. I was like, you've worked hard for that, and yeah. and you were reluctant. Yeah. But you didn't continue to post it. No, it was it just was like a one-time announcement. And one and done. But, and, um, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so I could just say, like, yeah. with those awards, I think it's based on sales volumes or, or right? Sales so volumes. you could, you could yeah. be, you could be like, like, uh, uh, is it is it go like in increments of like 10,000, like in, in sales units or something? Like, you could just be under by 1% or something and miss. And missed that top yeah. award, but you you were really really you're really good at your job. Yeah, exactly. He goes on to write. My question is more about the specific examples we constantly see in our social feeds. Okay. He says I'm guilty of this practice too. For many years, I would post uh, those same messages, thanking my clients for making me the number X this month or for reaching X award level with my franchise. Uh, the story I told myself was that someone out there on the fence uh, thinking about selling their home or at the beginning of their home buying process would see that post and trust me enough to at least make an inquiry. Hmm. He writes, does it really have an effect on the general public or is it an announcement to others in your industry that you've made it? Well, this is a good question if people are listening and, you know, and, and y- can pose this question to them. D- would it have an effect on them? Maybe people will uh, will respond on your um, Facebook page I, or uh, yeah, I'd and love comment to, and I'd love and to hear what you have to say, say. You know, would would that determine whether you would pick a realtor or not based on their awards? So you can go to your Facebook page or your Instagram page and yeah. comment. And and the interesting thing. So I'm in the I'm in the real estate industry. I'm mm-hmm. familiar with. Familiar with things like awards. I'm familiar with designations. There's so many designations uh, realtors can yep. have within the industry. I'm, f- I'm familiar with some of the key points to look for, for getting a good realtor. Well, we know someone that lives out of province that recently uh, wanted to purchase a home. And, and they came to me and said, Dale, uh, can you help us find a good realtor in this community? And I mean, it's out of province. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I, I took it on saying, yeah, I, I know some of the things to look for. I'm going to help you. Well, I spent hours, hours. I spent like way too long analyzing the realtors in that community, just whatever I could online. And then I made some phone calls. But, you know, wards, it, that stuff just didn't mean anything to me when I'm picking and I'm trying to find a person of integrity I'm trying to find a person who's who's going to care well, it's, uh, about it, that purchase as though it was their they're buying their own home like and because you're you're in a relational uh job mm-hmm. relationships are important trust is important so you could find someone who has this high award and you meet with them and you just don't click with that person you know you're not you're not comfortable with them for whatever reason and so the type of service you provide is very much relation-based and but it's it's competency too like if you're doing that much business then you likely are to have a lot of experience at a lot of different aspects of real estate but at the same time are you just are you looking closely are you just chugging out all sorts of uh deals and yeah you know a lot but you really don't have the time to look closely um because you're just busy doing transaction after transaction. So mm-hmm. so that, I mean, in that case, when we were doing that for those folks we know, it really came to light that, you know, it, it sort of validated my thought. And it's a tough thing. I, I, I feel for the general public who try and find mm-hmm. service providers, in this case, realtors, who will do a good job. Same goes with everything. Plumbers, electricians, mm-hmm. you know, how do you know? How do you know who you're getting? I'm going to move us on from this. One of the things I want to talk about here too, Carol Ann, is what are the most effective ways to sell your home? Oh, that's quite a jump. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the real estate mix, right? Various (laughs) topics. So this is a question I get asked a lot, or I'm sure realtors uh, are sometimes challenged if a home doesn't sell lickety split. 
Who says yeah. lickety-split anymore? If a home doesn't <laughs> sell quickly, um, that sellers are saying, well, I haven't seen my home, say, in the newspaper yet. Right. So right here I have this um, publication, and it comes from the National Association of Realtors, which uh, is the big, big kahuna body for the U.S. of the Real Estate Association. And they put out a annual report and and so I buy this report every year and one of the things I love in this report is they do a buyer survey so people who actually bought homes they're gonna say how did I find the home that I actually bought okay so this isn't information from your well-meaning friends family neighbors who says oh um, I bought a home because of this, and, and this is what sold my home. Mm -hmm. And it may be accurate and it may not. They may think it was the reason behind the sale of their home, and it may have nothing to do with it. But these are the facts. These are what buyers are saying. Number one, what do you think? What's the number one? Uh, effective method. Oh, uh, hands down the Internet. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And, and I mean, I have the, this statistic in front of me, but if I didn't have it. But what I find really interesting about that is the, the chart goes from 2001 to 2017. In 2001, the Internet was 8%. <laughs> yeah, only 8% responsible for, for, a buyer for the actual sale. Yeah. And now it's at? 49%. 49%. Yeah. So internet, 49% responsible. So if you're doing marketing, where is your effort going to be focused on? Your, should, should be the internet. Your internet presence. You want, you want to be putting your best, most impressive foot forward on the internet. And, and then the different aspects of internet. So that, I mean, right. realtor.ca, that's mm -hmm. the biggie. That's yep. the king in Canada. Yep. And, and, and then social media is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like, how many times do you see on social media uh, a listing there, and then people start to share it with friends yeah. that they think might be interested? Yeah, this is the house for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You've, you've even said, Dale, look at this. Have you said, uh, Dale, have you noticed this house? And, and it's, mm -hmm. it's because it's be you've become aware of it due to uh, social media. Mm -hmm. um, so what's number two, Number Dale? two, the real estate agent. So this is, the real estate agent is 31% responsible in 2017 for buyers finding the home. So that means the real estate agent may have emailed a client or phoned the client up and let them know about that home. Or the real estate agent may have created an automated search, which instantly will send mm -hmm. uh, homes to the, uh, to the potential buyer. And so... If you add up those two, 31, 49, we're at 80% mm -hmm. just from two, two streams of marketing, which means everything else is becoming insignificant, really. You know, when you, when you think of your time and efforts and resources, that's where you want to focus. Mm -hmm. The third place here. Third place is only responsible for 7% of it's sales. Quite a drop, yeah. And, and it's only at 7%, but they've actually combined two different items. Mm -hmm. They've combined the, the yard, the for sale sign on the front lawn, mm -hmm. and the open house sign. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're, I mean, if you looked at any one of them alone, it'd be, it'd be less than that 7%. So, and I do remember seeing another, another study that put the for sale sign on your front lawn above the open house sign uh, above the open house period. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so 7% is yards uh, sign on your front lawn and yard sign. Then we have good old fashioned word of mouth. Word of mouth from friend, relative or neighbor. Mm -hmm. uh, and what what's the number on that one, Carolyn? 6%. 6%. Which so is uh, down 2% from the original, from when this chart began in 2001. So it's, it's so stayed relatively steady. It stayed relatively steady. Likely, likely the internet has stole a, a point or two out of that. <clears throat> then uh, also at 6% is a home builder or the agent for a home builder. Mm -hmm. So this is these are people that are buying new homes mm -hmm. and not working with a realtor, but just going straight to the... Uh, mm -hmm 
for sales uh, model home offices and, and such. Uh, how about people? People, uh, sellers who know people and just say, hey, do you want to buy my house? What, what's the number there? 2%. So, I mean, it happens. Yep. It happens every now and again. A seller mm-hmm. might be aware of someone who said, hey, if you're ever going to sell, talk to me. Right. Uh, because I'd like to buy it. But it, it it actually was only responsible for 2% in 2017. Then comes. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. What, uh, it says, what, print newspaper and advertisement. Print news. No, print, print news- newspaper advertisement. advertisement. Yeah. So, so advertising uh, I, in the newspaper. Yeah, my, my eyes aren't good. Uh-oh. Um, and that that there, so a home listed in the newspaper is at 1%. And I've, I've mentioned this before yeah. on, on the show. Sadly. So. People are, I mean, people, almost everybody is carrying around a smartphone. Yeah. And, 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 they, and they look up everything on it. Yeah, and and I think the print newspaper is a better way to sell the realtor than it is the uh, the, I agree. the real estate. Well, Caroline, we're gonna we're gonna take a small break, and we're gonna be back and continue this conversation. So you've been listening to Reality Realty Northumberland eighty nine seven FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland eighty nine seven FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our co-host today is my lovely wife, Carol Ann Bryant. Uh, Carol Ann, we were, we were talking before the break about uh, most effective marketing mm-hmm. in, in real estate. What actually works? And that was a serious part of the conversation. And now I also found a, a recent article online, uh, and it's uh, by staff writer Jay Gurner at fitsmallbusiness.com. It, this is an organization that specializes in real estate, and uh, she, uh, Jay Gurner, she wrote um, an article titled "18 Outrageous Marketing Ideas That Actually That Actually Worked." Okay. Now, I read through the article, and I am I am skeptical that these actually worked, but the real some of them I, I see some <laughs> of them, but some of them the realtors claim they worked. Mm, maybe, maybe not. Um, First one here of the outrageous, and I won't read them all. I just got a couple here I found interesting. Okay. Around the time of the U.S. elections there two years ago, mm-hmm. Trump versus Clinton. Mm. And uh, if we remember back, we likely can remember hearing some Americans say, if Trump is to get presidency, they are going <laughs> to sell their home and move to Canada. Mm-hmm. And so one realtor... In the U.S., uh, he he uh, bought space on a billboard, a huge billboard, and and on that billboard it was a picture of himself, picture of uh, uh, Trump and Clinton, and the billboard said, "Moving to Canada?" Question mark. We can sell your home. Now that billboard mm-hmm. didn't necessarily make him money because he sold a bunch of American homes. Americans homes to move to Canada but what did happen is it caught everybody's interest and places like Fox News Huffington Post a lot of these large media giants yeah it was an interesting piece so they they reported on it and and they reported on it so he got all this mass coverage and they also reported about it online and 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 often they would put a link to his website online so they so could gold. see. Yeah. Well, that does nothing but help your search yeah. engine optimization. Yeah. So this fellow, I mean, he really benefited he from that. He did well. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, a little a little bit uh, very creative and creative, but you know, maybe controversial too, right? Encourage- oh, I'm sure there was uh, some comments made. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure he wasn't popular with some people. No. No. Yeah. I, I'm it, sure there was people that were like, you know, not happy that it, he was encur- encouraging U.S. residents to yeah. to leave the country. Yeah, and and <laughs> I mean, and who were you? Like, he didn't say if so and so wins. He just basically said, put both their photos there. Headshots and, you know, you take your pick <laughs> if you want to move. 
Um, yeah. Another thing, and I know I've I've called you over to the computer once or twice to to listen to this, but there's realtors who can actually sing. Yes. And and a number of them, and some who can't sing, <laughs> yes. and still do this. Yes. And they've recorded parodies to popular songs yeah. with their own real estate lyrics. Yeah, it's 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 good if you, <clears throat> if you want to have a little bit of uh, amusement and entertainment. Google Google that. Yeah. people and uh you'll be entertained <laughs> yeah i mean there's one this there's this lady megan hill mitchum uh she does uh adele's hello song is mm-hmm. is it song titled hello hello yeah yeah so she does one on hello and uh and she sings well and and mm-hmm. her lyrics are funny yeah so that's uh that's megan very hill creative mitchum. and and it's getting her a lot of popularity too because People are viewing this. She she's out of the states. Uh, she's a U.S. realtor yeah. as well. They Those. seem to be the ones that don't mind doing the campy sort of marketing, right? Uh, well, yeah. It, although we do have Canadians, like you'll find if you do that search, you'll find some GTA realtors who have done similar things, and 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 it'll be interesting for different reasons. <laughs> yes, I, I remember. You showed me one of those. There's some there, just pathetic. But who knows? Uh, what What's that saying? Uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity or bad. Uh, oh, mate. Ma- you know, yeah, you just maybe. need to be seen. I, I don't know if I totally agree with that. <laughs> um, and and here's, yeah. And and now speaking of that, there's some other realtors, and there's there's a. I think we have some Canadian and um, American realtors who have done, uh, who've just done com- uh, commentaries. You know, it's not it's not like a virtual tour. Yeah, it is. Do you remember that one couple that did a virtual tour of their homes? But it, they were they were witty about it. Yes. They were a little bit comical. Yes. And I'd watch one. And then I'd want to watch the next one. Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, I'm like trying to stock every every video they've Wasn't done. Wasn't one they used a child to to go through the house or something? I can't. I can't oh, remember. I I, this it, is going to make me want to Google back, these yeah. now. So, anyways, Again. really interesting. Another one here, a realtor out of Texas, and he has a rider sign. So, so what what we call a rider is something that attaches to the for sale sign. It either hangs down off the bottom of the for sale sign or sometimes Mm -hmm. we stick it above the top post Mm -hmm. and uh you know you might see open house or hopefully sold or or yeah or some some sold signs are on on a rider or it might say 24.5 acres or something like that you you want to give a little bit of information uh, above and beyond just for sale and his rider reads, free pizza with purchase of house. Bonus. Bonus. Now, you wouldn't think a free pizza is a motivating factor to pay $400,000, $500,000. Listen, I think it depends on the pizza company. Yeah. There's some pretty good pizza out there. Yeah. So so this is one of those ones where they he claims it has amounted to sales. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, again, extremely creative. <laughs> yeah. Points for creativity. Uh, last last one here that I thought was... Oh, I like this one. ...of interest and uh, another billboard it's sign. A billboard. Is this in the U.S.? Well, I have no idea what a billboard would cost. Oh, oh, a lot. But, uh, yeah, a billboard. I mean, these things, they're lit up at night. Um, they're, they're not rinky-dink uh, sort of you know, homemade things either. These billboards were big, structural, well-done things. And his... Is this in the U.S., this one? This is once again in the U.S. (laughs) And and he writes on his, don't get a divorce, just get a bigger house. Okay. I wonder how well that's working for him. Well, maybe he's claiming that the the price to upgrade home, a home, will be uh, cheaper than what the divorce will be over the over the years. So he just wants people to live in separate separate areas of the house. Yeah, uh-huh. or maybe he's saying a bigger house and and you'll all be happy. No, I think he's saying a bigger house and you can go off to your own section of the house. Okay. That's how I'm reading it. 
Yeah, that could be. I don't see how a bigger house will necessarily make people happier mm-hmm. that are unhappy <laughs> in, their, in their marriage. <laughs> no, I, I don't see it myself. But, uh, yeah, really, if, if you're thinking, yeah. But it's something he's done, and, and maybe, it's just, maybe it's just being noticed. And well, I think that's probably part of it, right? Yeah. Because it, it, that's the whole thing with marketing. But do you take if a guy like that seriously? <sighs> Gee, that's a tough one. When it comes to selling your home. You know, when you, uh, so you market, you're branding yourself as Mr. Funny Pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mis- uh, yeah. Trust, Mr. trust yeah. your biggest purchase with Mr. Funny Pants here. Because <laughs> look how, look how I, I do marketing. Anyways. Caroline. Again, uh, so, I mean, that person could be extremely competent and they have just a really excellent sense of humor. Yeah. So there'd be, I, I can see there'd be people that like to, you know, joke around and have fun in life and they yeah. would be, they would gravitate towards that. But I think myself, I, I'm looking for somebody a little bit more serious. So when I do my marketing, yeah. do you think I should unleash the real Dale? No. No. <laughs> I do not think you should sing a parody. No. Well, you actually have a very good voice, so maybe. You've got to be we should, kidding. Maybe we should uh, work on a parody song for the new year. 2019 business goals. A little rap video. A little rap. Oh, oh, can you imagine our children? Maybe I'll the do. The horror. The horror. Maybe I'll do the floss dance. Oh, again, our children would yeah. be just so impressed with that. Well, Carol Ann, thanks for joining me again. We, we've, we've now covered all the topics we wanted to cover here. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining again. Uh, yeah. Carol Ann, if somebody has questions about mortgages, mm-hmm. how can they get in contact with you? Uh, they can phone me, 289-251-2948. They could text me at that number as well if they don't wish to talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. 289-251-2948. Or email Carol Ann, C-A-R-O-L-E-A-N-N at mortgagemethod.ca. Yes. I'd like to thank SMM Law for sponsoring Reality Realty and partnering with us to bring you local real estate information each and every week. And if you have any questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, feel free to contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I'm an active real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. And don't forget to join me next Thursday from 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Until next week, folks.